Vanessa Guillen case and I am well aware that this is still an ongoing case and I know that many of you will um, want an update later so if there's any more leads or updates on the case I will make sure that we update you in the future episodes if we get anything or any new information on this. I am doing this case specifically Um, because I want to try and raise awareness for it. I have noticed that people have kind of swept it or tried, have been trying to sweep it under the rug, which is something that we cannot stand for, you guys. This is a situation that I fear we are letting get too quiet and in no way, shape, or form is that excusable. We need to use our voices and we need to get justice for Vanessa because this case is so fucked up, you guys. Like, I don't even have words. When I looked into this, I just couldn't believe that this was something that hasn't been brought to attention as much as it should have. So... Let's just get into this, and hopefully I can make you guys more aware, and we can get more, I don't know, more aware, and just more, try to pursue justice for Vanessa, because honestly, I just do not feel like this is something that we can let slip. Vanessa Guillen was born on September 30th, 1999. And I want you guys to let that sink in for a second because she was only 20 years old. This poor girl was only 20 years old. She was born in Houston, Texas to parents Rogelio and Gloria Guillen. She had five siblings And it was stated by her parents and her friends that she had always wanted to enlist in the military. They say since the age of 10, she had known that she wanted to go and fight for her homeland. So, honestly, that speaks volumes. To have this little 10-year-old girl know what she wants and knows that she wants to go out there and protect people and she wanted to protect a country that can't eat that couldn't even protect her it's just heartbreaking they describe her as very athletic responsible and just an all-around radiant person she shortly enlisted into the military after she graduated from cesar e chavez high school in 2018 Vanessa was then stationed in Fort Hood, Texas. She went missing on April 22, 2020, but was not reported reported missing until the following day, April 23, 2020. 
Unfortunately, this case did not pick up media attention until close friends and family began protesting. They had also reached out to celebrities to try and catch media attention for Vanessa. And I remember when I first did um, research on this case, when it first came out, and I wanted to see like what was going on or when she was first reported missing, I found a news, I believe it was a news video on YouTube, where her mother and her boyfriend had been on the local news saying like hey my daughter is missing we don't know what's happened to her if you guys have any information and this was happening since april they had gone in the news on the news since april but i had no idea about this case until maybe the beginning of july which speaks volumes because it takes or it took i should say it took months just for just a regular girl in Idaho to hear about it when we should have fucking been on this shit since the day that she was reported missing you know she is a soldier she was protecting the country and yet they just assumed that she had just gone missing you know because the family struggled with getting law enforcement and the army involved, they were very vocal and tried to use every outlet they could or every outlet that would listen to them to bring Vanessa back. Vanessa had spoken to her mother about being sexually harassed. Her mother had noticed a change in her weight, her personality, and I don't have to tell you guys, you guys know that moms know when something is wrong. You cannot hide anything from your mom. They just have the mama bear instinct, like they know. So she had noticed that Vanessa was not acting like herself. So she had told her, like, you can tell me what's going on. Is it that you don't feel safe there? Like, what is happening? And Vanessa was very reluctant to speak on it because she was nervous about the response she would receive from everyone which is understandable because how are you supposed to report the things that are happening to you to the people that are doing the things that you have to report, you know? How can you report anything when you feel like... I feel like in any sort of sexual harassment case there's always a reluctance with women because we feel like maybe guilty or the backlash that comes out I had seen something the other day that said everybody wanted women to um, report their abusers but when you guys found out that it was your cousins or your brothers or your friends then suddenly it was a problem and they were liars and that speaks volumes and especially to this case so Vanessa's mother had said that she was very nervous but she did have plans on reporting it she told her mom like don't worry I'm gonna report it I just need you know some time to gather up the courage to be able to go and report the situation so many of you guys know that my partner has or was um, in the marines for about four and a half five years um, and I had asked him about it. It's something that we don't really talk about because it's a, still a really, like, tragic thing, you know, and it's still hard for him to talk about, and it's been a minute since he's been out. But um, I had asked him, like, 
how do they treat you there? And when he told me, like, the superiors definitely take advantage of, you know, their titles and they really make you feel very belittled and they are very hung power hungry and, you know, you just have to do what they say and that's it. And seeing that from a grown man's perspective, you know, him telling me, like, Jake's grown, he doesn't take shit from anybody, you know, can you imagine just being a small, dainty, not all girls are, like, small and dainty, you know, I'm not saying that, so, like, don't come at me, but what I'm saying is, like, being a female to these military officers who like to act superior and power hungry and you if you're anything like me like if I were to be in the military of course I would be intimidated like I would just want to be able to do my time and get out so I would just I know I would just like I would like to think I wouldn't just sit there and and let these guys take advantage of me or tell me shit or whatever but when you're in such a vulnerable position like that vulnerable position like that like what can you even do you know so unfortunately when I was doing some investigating or some research I should call it I found that Fort Hood has a very big reputation for sexual assault I believe it was about six years ago there were several women who came who had came forward and released that they were a part of a type of sex ring type thing that was conducted by Sergeant First Class Gregory McQueen, who had pleaded guilty to 15 of 21 charges against him, and he was only sentenced to two years in prison, but it is said that he would take advantage of the younger girls who kind of came from, like, not the best families, who were just trying to, you know, get by in the military, and he would take advantage of them by saying, like, for $75, if you go provide this dude sexual release or whatever, then... I'll pay you this much money, and, you know, he would try to gather multiple women and and send them to sergeants who would basically request them from Sergeant Gregory McQueen or whatever. So, like, how the fuck does he only get two years in prison is my question. He was literally conducting a basic basically a sex ring and he only got two years in prison people have been in jail longer for weed and that's something I just cannot understand it was disgusting and it's I just don't even have words for it only two years in prison can you believe that shit Vanessa was last spotted at the Fort Hood military base. Her wallet, her keys, and everything that she would need to get out and into the base were found on the base. So obviously that means that she had no plans on leaving. She had also had a conversation with one of her sisters, Mayra Guillen, telling her that she was going to buy a new car soon. So again, that is also a clue that she had no plans on going anywhere. It was found by investigators that the last texts on her phone were from Aaron Robinson, who was a 20-year-old private specialist. Aaron had claimed that he read off serial numbers to Vanessa in the armory before she disappeared, but from what I'm told, only one person is supposed to be in the armory at a time, so I mean, I say that with a question mark because maybe it was different in Fort Hood, Texas, but all the people I've asked 
and all the research I've done has said that there's only supposed to be one person in the armory at a time, considering it has all the weapons in there. It was later reported by several soldiers that Robinson was seen carrying a very heavy box in which he put into his vehicle. It is claimed that many people had searched for Vanessa on the base, but she was nowhere to be found. And I think it was about, it was an estimated like four or five hundred soldiers had gone out to search for Vanessa on the base, but they could not find her. On June 30th, 2020, human remains were found and were confirmed to be Vanessa Guillen's around July 6th. They were found in Bell County, Texas, at the Leon River, located 20 miles from Fort Hood. Vanessa's mother refuses to listen to any details about what happened to Vanessa. So if you guys want to know the brutal details, I will say kind of like... I don't know, maybe like the basic not so brutal stuff out of respect for the family. I do want to bring attention and awareness on what these people did to Vanessa, but I also do not want to include the gruesome graphic details on this podcast because honestly, it's... I want to raise awareness and I want to bring justice to Vanessa, but I do not want to have her poor mom have to deal with listening to any sort of thing that may have happened to her child like I just don't want to contribute I guess that's probably not the right word but you guys just aren't going to hear it from me so if you're trying to hear the graphic details you can go somewhere else because I'm just not doing it it was released that investigators had tapped Robinson's phone and got him saying quote baby they found pieces he was also sending articles on um, the body, the remains being found to his then girlfriend. Vanessa's mother stated, quote, I do feel I do feel that at this point it was kind of God's gift to me that we were able to find her despite the circumstances. Miss Guillen said people can go missing for years and having no answers it's must is much worse than having the answer, which is very heart-wrenching and heartbreaking, and my thoughts and prayers go to her and her family, and I know there is no words that could ever possibly feel this hole that they feel in their hearts, but there are ways that we can try and help them. Agents tried to get Robinson to take a polygraph test, and he refused. Before the charges on Aaron Robinson as a suspect were announced, he committed suicide, And what a fucking coward. I hope he is burning somewhere far worse than hell. If you have the balls or the fucking just audacity to do do what you did to another human being and not have the, I guess, the balls to stay and deal with the consequences, you're a fucking coward. You're literally like a fucking cunt and I hope that you are miserable. Cecily Aguilar was, or I should say Cecily Aguilar since I can, Robinson's 22-year-old girlfriend was arrested and of course lied to investigators about being an accomplice. Cecily was actually married to a former soldier who was stationed in Fort Hood, but was having an affair with Robinson. Cecily claimed that Robinson called her and told her that he had struck a female soldier 
and had killed her. Aaron and Cicely both attempted to burn the remains, and when that didn't work, they dismembered her body. They then tried to bury the parts. I'm trying to be... I'm not trying to give off too many details here, guys, in case you can tell that I'm struggling. Um, But they tried to bury the parts in three separate locations and used and used quick dry cement to try and make it harder for the investigators to dig up. Aguilar also claims that they went back, they went back a few days later, and I am trying to really make this a point. They went back to the site a few days later to burn the rest of the remains as well as the clothes they were wearing so if this bitch tries to fucking plead not guilty i swear to god like it just makes me it makes my blood boil there is not yet a clear motive although i have heard that um Robinson said he did what he did because Vanessa had supposedly threatened to uh report his affair with Cecily but like I'm pretty sure that wasn't the case like to me it just doesn't feel like that's even a thing you know Cecily is charged with three counts of conspiracy of tampering with evidence and up to 20 years in federal prison, as well as a $250,000 fine, which in my opinion is not enough. I think we need to bring back those um, medieval torture devices and, I don't know, drag her by a horse or something. But why the fuck is that all she getting? 20 years in federal prison, up to 20 years in federal prison. Um, like I said before, There are people who are in jail for smoking marijuana for their whole lives while this bitch literally did what she did and is only facing up to 20 years. So tell me where in the... How is that even fair? How is that even possible? I just found out right now, this second, that she had the audacity to plead not guilty how the hell can you plead not guilty when you were literally there at the site and you went back to try and get rid of more evidence i'm also recording um a few hours earlier like five hours earlier so if you hear more speed racers than normal i'm sorry but this case please you guys we need to bring attention we need to bring awareness we need vanessa needs to have justice and there is no other way to have justice for her unless we know what the family wants so her family does have a gofundme please go donate and please go show them some support i will try to link it in the description below go donate if you can and just push for this i feel like the only reason this is trying to get swept under the rug was because she was a person of color And I know that's fucked up to say, especially during these times, but I feel like if she wasn't a person of color, um, it would be a lot different Uh, with us Hispanics, um, just native people. We are 
just having a hard time right now with the whole wall and the kids in cages and now this happening is just like they're just trying to dismiss us and we can't let them do that we have a voice we have power we have the ability to make change you guys so just remember that as always thank you guys for listening if any more information comes up i will keep you guys updated and you can find us on all the social medias i love you guys please stay peaceful stay passionate and we will see you in the next one please take care of yourselves i love you guys bye